sometimes like I feel like the Chargers are just a little bit like just kind of there playing football yeah, not trying to, to be mean yeah. kind of thing sure I want I want to see a dude like want to just beat somebody up kind of thing mm. like yeah yeah, send a message. Send a message. Yeah, send yeah. a message. Like, I mean, what's not to say for him to just chuck some DN and just throw him off the field, basically, and how wild that would be like right. to see something like that. I think it just really sets a tone, sets a message to our offensive line that you can't get to our quarterback and we're going to destroy you kind of thing. Another episode of Bolt Bros is coming at you. Bolt Bros, here we go. chat about uh the combine you know um shout out to the uh chargers chat um and they always called it the underwear uh, bowl i believe is what they like to call it um because you know it, and the thing is though i have a hard time with the combine because like you know it's you could take some of the stats and little dimensions and the cattle prodding they like to do these players and try to figure out if where their flaws are at, you know, maybe they got skinny ankles or something and, you know, uh, a thin neck or something. I don't know, you know, weird things like that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's just little things that you could take from it that I don't really try to look too heavily into it because I feel there's a difference between game speed and being in your underwear running around. And so I don't know. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on the combine if you look at it that way, because I look at it very much like take it as a grain of salt. There could be a little bit of equation for what they do on field, but what's your guys' thoughts of the combine? Go ahead, Andy. Start off. Yeah, no, I think I think bottom line, you're right, right? Like, I mean, there's a real difference between jumping up and hitting yeah. some, uh, you know, the, the height thing and long <laughs> jump and speed and whatever. And, like, like – like, what do you really gain from that? I understand, yes, it's, it's a metric. Yes, it's something that you can look at. But, again, kind of goes back to my little vignette that I talked about a little while ago about Justin Palmer, right? When he when he got drafted, he, he was drafted in the third round, way above what anyone ever thought he would be drafted in the in the NFL, right? I think mean, people thought fourth, maybe fifth. Or, in fact, I remember specifically watching the draft last year and was like, why the hell did the Chargers draft him at that spot? But Telesco is very good at understanding the draft and understanding personnel that fits well. Yep. And the reality is this, like he was, he was on a bad team, a bad quarterback, and he couldn't, uh, you know, show off his talents, right? Yep. So he's on a good team with an excellent quarterback, and he looks like a stud. So I think there's intangibles, right? And people have to eventually look through that True. and decide, hey, is this guy really ready for prime time or not? That's a huge part, part of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Any uh, any thoughts at all, Kyle? Yeah, I I have I got thoughts. Yeah, of course I, <laughs> I got, th- got, got thoughts. I got thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, honestly, like I feel like if it didn't matter, then they wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah. and so obviously they do do it, and so it definitely matters. And it, the truth is, yeah, there's you're right though. They are cattle prodding, and they're like you know poking people, and and they're just kind of like dissecting every little piece of what they do and yep. saying, oh, well, he's not good at this and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, that's just all hearsay and stuff like that, you know. But the truth is, too, is, like, these – I think a lot of these tests do kind of show people's overall athleticism. Um, yeah, for sure. Because, yep. I mean, yep. 
yeah, because like if you can see like you know Jordan Davis, you know like in, and all these other people, whatever, like you know, running a forty meters uh, or a forty yard in less than five seconds, that's impressive. These are some yeah. big boys. I would not want to see a guy like that running at me at full speed. No, yep. thank you. I, I'm yeah. I'm folding. Uh, <laughs> I'm all out. Um, yeah. you, you had to be mauled by a bear at that point, boy. Right? Yeah, you just no. Ball. Yep. You know, hey, I'm good. Just I'm t- good. Just toss me exactly. around. I'm just fetal position there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what happens. Bags do anyway. Yeah. You just fall over. Yeah. Right, I'm on the ground. Bye. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I think, hit from that guy. Uh, yep. I think the biggest thing though for me though, like I mean, all that stuff aside, like what's more important is the fact that this is like kind of a. a last chance for a lot of these other players to be like hey uh i can prove my talents here uh another time when and also when all these other managers and coaches and stuff like that are here uh as well and um and they, you can meet with them and talk with them you know yep. like it's yeah. not it's just they're all there so it makes things easier however mm-hmm. i think that's this is that that point is actually getting less and less now though because obviously the world is even smaller with like zoom meetings you can actually like have face-to-face conversations with people i suppose like eventually people that's how they're gonna get things done a lot more you know like just they can just you know do a zoom call or you know something like that and just facetime even and just get to know them personality and stuff like that but yeah it it might still take away a little bit because there's always a lot more to having meeting person to person than you know uh, online and stuff like that so that's just kind of my initial thoughts and sure yeah and i mean the one thing too with the combine and and we're going to talk about specifically offensive players too uh on this uh video and the one thing too um it is kind of a little bit of a meeting of obviously gms and head coaches and you could probably talk a little bit once again you're you don't want to dabble too much about saying hey team what are you doing with this player? And they might even drop a, a dime being like, yeah, we might not drop or we not might not sign those guy, that guy or this guy. So it's almost like there's a little bit of strategy to having those conversations, which they don't want to say they're dabbling into understanding who's going to be a free agent and not. Yeah. But it almost seems like it's one big meeting for the NFL to be able to like strategize for free agency, which is happening in a week or yep. give or take the amount of time to then to the draft so now they could kind of go into the draft saying hey we might need not we don't we want to go after this guy instead so let's not pay attention as much on this type of position let's yeah. think that for that guy in free agency so well, there's a little strategy to it and thought. yeah that's well said right i think i think at the end of the day too like and we've talked about this quite a bit like the chargers are going to go defensive heavy in the draft in my opinion right they i have. think they will i think they're going to go defensive heavy also in free agency i mean fifth rank offense in the league almost dead last worst in the in the league in in defense right we, we couldn't stop anybody everyone knew they could just run the ball over us so again um but but i think it's good to highlight what we might do right i've seen a lot of drafts uh you know boards say charge is going to go for olave all these other guys yeah i think there'll be plenty of good people they can go after yeah for depth you know the Chargers have great people but you know they could use the speedster right is guiding the right guy is he really the right guy? Yep. He's done well. Yeah. Um, but but you know you got to know. I mean, you want, you probably want another guy that could just be fast as hell and run and stretch the field even you know, as as another person and let Guyton take a rest. 
this other guy just goes and just stretches the field right. and blows the top off the def- uh, you know the, the defense on the other team, right? So I think I think there's a lot of things you should look at on that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because in, in jumping into one of the positions here, and I, and it could be a position of need for the Chargers depending on what happens with Mike Williams. I mean, even to say Guyton, is he that guy? I mean, Guyton has made some clutch catches at the right time, yeah. and he has found ways to make plays after the catch too. For sure. But for sure. one guy that was really interesting, and they kind of talked a little bit about this guy, and he came out of nowhere, in my opinion, uh, Alex Pierce. I think he's from Cincinnati. He's a wide receiver from Cincinnati. Yeah. He yeah. was a – Four three three speed, six three two eleven. That's like, crazy. I, that's kind of a big dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's kind of a bigger guy, and I keep thinking in my head, I'm like, could this guy be like a Cooper Cup kind of guy that comes out of nowhere? I mean, Cincinnati didn't have. I mean, they had a pretty good season last year. I mean, what did they get in the the playoffs? I believe last year. Um, you know, he he could be one of those guys that might fit that same mold. I mean. He's kind of a physical style of football, good for some contested catches, little slow off the line, um, but seems to have the right tools to be able to get in the right system. So, yeah, I mean, the thing about him, he he was kind of teetering on a day three pick, but it sounds like this guy made some money and got into a day two pick. Mm. And so if you think about what the Chargers, if they want to go for a wide receiver, and once again, I don't imagine they're going to go with a wide receiver in the first three rounds because I think there's way bigger needs for us, yeah. especially yeah. – if we sign, you know, Mike Williams, which we might know here very shortly anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like that's all the rumors that's going to happen. Um, but I do look at a guy like that thinking, could he be a kick returner for us? Could he be another special teams guy for us? Could he, if we end up having Mike Williams, hey, what's not, it's not a bad thing to have more depth. Yeah. Like fourth round guy, if we get him in fourth round, awesome. Like that might not be bad. If we get him in the late third, great. I mean, it, but I still do think that the first three rounds we got bigger needs to work with. But yeah, big that, time. Yeah, that guy's crazy fast and and a big dude. So I mean, if he he did he got 52 catches, 884 yards last year, eight touchdowns in Cincinnati. I mean, not bad, not a bad thought to think about. And um, yeah, there was a, a lot of speed on the wideouts too, and yeah. we need speed. Holy moly! <laughs> you know, we we talked about Palmer, right? But Palmer had a bad quarterback. Yep. But our Cincinnati quarterback was amazing, right? He did a great job, right? And so sometimes it's 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 the it's the element of your surroundings that yep. improves who you are and how you can perform. Yep. Sometimes I, I, I ask myself that question all the time. And again, again going back to going back to Tom Telesco, again, my, my overall thought about what he always does, he always picks the best available player on the board. Whoever the Chargers think is the best available player they're gonna go with, and they're gonna make Brandon Staley put him in the system. That's exactly what I think is going to happen no matter what. Wide receiver, uh, offensive lineman, or whoever. Um, Because it's it's different when you start drafting for like, oh, we need a offensive right tackle. That's very specifically – that's a very specific thing. And you might get the wrong guy for your system. But if you you know, hey, I think this person, no matter what, will fit in our system, you can make adjustments as you go. That's kind of my thought on it as well, too. Well – uh, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of springboard off something you said there. Um, is that, yeah, like sometimes a player will be in a system that just doesn't work for them, and that's what mm-hmm. actually uh, makes it hard yep. for them to actually 100%. get their um, uh, perspectives out there, and that's why they, they go to show up on the com- combine itself because, you know, let's go back to Justin Herbert. I mean, 
the biggest thing is like when he was playing for Oregon. I mean, he he did amazing. Did, don't get me wrong, whatever. But he was playing in a more run happy kind of quarterback scheme, and so he ran a lot of touchdowns um, as opposed to throwing, and that that was a big part of why like a lot of people didn't think that he had it for the big leagues and stuff. You know. Yep. I remember they they kept talking about him being under. He was never under center. He was always in shotgun. Yeah, always yep. in shotgun. I remember that. Yeah, like. And that's a very that's a big conversation with a lot of these quarterbacks coming out of college because they're out of shotgun all the time. Yeah, and it makes a big difference. Yeah. So yeah, for it sure, does, it does make a huge difference. So, um, and then you know once he started throwing those ball like sixty yard bombs or whatever, like they were like, whoa, hang on a sec here, this guy actually's got like got an arm, you know, like yeah, he's got a little catapult there, like freaking, you right. know, yeah. So he's got a quiet confidence about him. That's what I like about, uh, you know, him. And you, you even look back at what he did in the combine, you know, a few years ago, right. Mm-hmm. You know, he was an absolute stud. He did a great job. I, and, you know, the charters released a video of his combine and what he did. Right. And it's interesting looking back at that and going, wow, this guy is an absolute stud. And, right. and we see it now, but we all, you always ask the question, right? Are you seeing what's right for, for each one of these guys individually? Right. Right. Um, you know, one guy I think about too is, um, is is also talking about like really protecting your quarterback is Trevor Penning. Yeah, it's funny because th- those are the two the two names that the Chargers keep talking about potentially being their first round pick. Man, I don't know if Trevor Penning's going to be on the board. Man, that guy is just nasty. <laughs> you know, and, and and hey, another shout out to Chargers chat, right? And when I was talking to Kevin, right? Kevin and I were chatting. He was he was talking about how. Trevor Penning watches horror movies before he goes out and plays <laughs> to scare himself. Yeah. And get his mind right to, I don't know, beat up Mike Myers on the other side of the line. Yeah, yeah. man. Freddy Krueger, hey, mm-hmm. you, you're going to get elbowed. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's gnarly, right? And, yeah. and I mean, I, I, I watch a lot of his videos, and I'm like, yo, this guy is nasty. Yeah. Yeah. On the right side of the line, he was short up with Obushi or yeah. Odell Bushi, right? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah amazing shape on the right side right. and we would have one of the best offensive lines in the league but you know hey look is he even gonna be there on 17 are they gonna move up the draft i mean who knows right i mean i mean what, what you guys thoughts on that uh you know i was actually playing around with a bunch of uh mock drafts um a lot yeah. today and a lot of them actually said that he there there's a there's probably a good chance that he might be available so really you think so yeah huh. it's 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 very possible but then it's just a mock draft of course i mean you know, anything goes, and, and actually, real yeah. when the real thing happens, you know, uh, you know, and yeah, so like it's it's very possible that he could be available for us, and I don't know if they would want to go with that. I mean, you know, and I don't know exactly what position he played in college, uh, but it was offensive lineman. Um, and going on your point, another one of your points is is that yeah, he can they can train him to be right tackle easily. Be like, okay, yeah. yeah, we want you for right tackle. So that's what you're gonna do now. Like you know, we're, this is what we're gonna pay you to do. Uh, so let's do this, man. You know. Yeah, he played tackle uh, for them, and he did a fat- fantastic job. I mean, the thing is, though, even at the Senior Bowl, he was just chucking dudes around. And yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. gnarly. That's, and he is a very aggressive guy. And I mean, if he goes and watches horror movies and such, and <laughs> you know, Jason or, or uh, I don't know, Hellraiser or whatever he's watching. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He's raising hell on the offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Like, comes out of the screen. You know, the little girl comes out of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Drag me to hell. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever movie. <laughs> but, I mean, that dude, that dude's got 
a high level of aggression. And there's it kind of just reminds me of some of those offensive tackles or, or guards that just have just a really big mean streak to them. And I, I don't mind that. I'd like to be able to show that there's some uh, some nastiness to the line. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, I feel like the Chargers are just a little bit, like, just kind of there playing football and not trying to, to be mean yeah. mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Sure. I want I want to see a dude, like, want to just beat somebody up kind of thing. Mm. Like, yeah. And, yeah, send a message. Send a message. Yeah, send yeah. a message. Like, I mean, it, what's not to say – for him to just chuck some DN and just throw him off the field, basically, and how wild yeah. that would be right. like to see something like that. I think it just really sets a tone, sets a message mm-hmm. to our offensive line that you can't get to our quarterback right. and we're going to destroy you kind right. of thing. And yeah, so I, I really like that idea because, yeah, because, like, you know, the defense, like, it tends to be that kind of aggressiveness. I don't really feel like that from the offensive line. Uh, to have that kind of aggressiveness, you know. Uh, yep. But so if we have that from the offensive side, like then it will make them think twice about, oh, you know, I'm going against that. And obviously, like, you know, like I said in one of the other videos too, is that like the right tackle is kind of like the weaker side usually. But it's also yeah. because that's not the blind side, you know. you got to make sure that the left is completely protected. Sure. Yep. Uh, and because like, if the quarterback gets hit, hit, hit on that side, it's really bad news, you know. So, yeah, um but, you know, if we have that protection on the right and the left, I mean, that's going to help, obviously, our running back situation so much better, too. Yep. Um, and that's, yeah, 100%. I, I would love that, man. Well, even to say that, too, we don't have to put a tight end on that side to be able to right. give them extra protection, too. So if we yeah. have a lockdown line both ends mm-hmm. and then the middle is solid, too, Right. I mean, it's it just opens up the whole game. Yep. I mean, the one thing, too, and, and there's that other guy that keeps going out there, Daniel – Falili, I think is how he pronounces uh, his last yeah. name. Yeah, Falili, yep. yep. I mean, that dude is 384 pounds, 6'8". Yeah. That he's, guy is yeah. massive. He's like the like, biggest yeah. football player to ever play the game, potentially. Yep. <laughs> I mean, dude, yeah, it, 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 insane. And you can get him deep in the draft. A lot of people are not mm-hmm. thinking that he's going to go too, too, yeah. too high, right? Right. And, and I think part of it shows he's a fat dude, right? He's a big freaking dude, right? The guy... That guy never met a roast or a hamburger or a steak he didn't love. I mean, that's fine. That's great. But you still got to be athletic at the same time, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I mean, I think he's awesome, right? It's funny because I remember watching him play. I don't remember the game I watched. I'm like, man, that guy is big. Yeah. And, um, but at the end of the day, right, you got to ask yourself the question. I guarantee that guy comes into the league. Yeah. Whatever team goes on and say, hey, bro, you need, you need to shed some weight. Yep. They're they going to put him on – a Weight Watchers diet, flat out. You only you eat white fish and uh, and chicken for a, a couple months, you know, and, and lose some damn weight. I mean, it's, it's for real. I mean, right. that's too big. That's too big. You got to be somewhat athletic because you know that that's where that's where it needs to go. Yeah, and I I, I think, I, he, I think he ended up getting like a little bit of. I think he shed like 15, 20 pounds up to this point too. Oh, so yeah. so he was I at four hundred before that. Yeah, so he was gigantic, dude. Oh, I mean, man. They, they, Yo, his nickname should have been Butterball or something, or, or like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Man, yeah. he's, just, he's a big dude. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I, guess... I mean, I think the biggest worry about him is his weight, and uh, and that's probably one of his biggest concerns. Because right. I mean, that he could balloon back up pretty easily, but I mean, once again, when you're in an NFL franchise, they're gonna put you on a mean diet that you yeah. can only yeah. stay within this zone, or we're going to 
have some sort of professional chef cook you meals mm -hmm. so you could kind of be on a certain certain you know diet so you right. could really thin out yeah but i mean that's a big dude i mean it kind of reminds me of like vince wilfork back in the days when he was just this big old huge dude in the middle yeah. of the the, the d-line yeah and just massive guy that you can't move right. and once again big guy needs to still be able to move left and right and to be able to you know, do his things, and hopefully you have enough stamina to stay within a game. So I, I, I could understand the hesitation with him, but mm -hmm. goodness gracious, who wants to go against a 384-pound 6'8 dude? Like, nope. oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you put him on the right, and then, yeah, that's a good spot, you know, for sure. But, like, I think what you're saying, though, too, is, like, I feel like uh, the league is probably concerned he's not going to be a three-down uh, tackle, you know, sure. cause, like he's going to yeah. be gassed after like maybe two downs, you know, because he's, you know, yeah. had not just too much weight for himself to push around, you know, so. Yeah. 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 He's got to lose that weight. Mm -hmm. I mean, one, one guy that you keep talking about on our, our first round pick is Olave from uh, Ohio yep. State. Right. Yep. And look, I love, I love that guy. But, you know, you know, the thing about him, though, he can just reminds me so much of uh, Keenan Allen, right? Sure. He just feels like a Keenan Allen 2.0, you know, and. You know, we better not let Keenan Allen go. I mean, flat out. Like, I love that guy. Like, he's amazing, you know. And, uh, but, so I, I kind of have a hard time with the idea of him coming, you know, first round. I mean, he'll be a first round pick for sure. Yeah. 100%. But, yeah. I, I just kind of don't see the need for that, right? But, but he's someone we should probably at least address a little bit, right? Um, you know, in that regard. Uh, I just feel like there's other bigger needs down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the one thing, too, one other wide receiver, and, and I think could slide in the second. Now, once again, do we have a need for a wide receiver? But I, I put Traylon Burks. Like, he didn't really show out that well in, in yeah. the combine. Yeah. Now, there was a lot of comparisons to him, like A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel. He said himself, like, I, I based my game off of Debo Samuel, which, I, to be honest, is my favorite wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's the yeah, best. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so fun to watch. And so yep. Traylon Burks basically ran a four five five, which is pretty low in the standards of what really happened in this draft, I think, or this combine. It was about thirty one different players that were under a four four speed, which is the most they've had in ever, pretty much. But Traylon Burks basically kind of seems like he might actually slide in the second, which is kind of an interesting thought to think for the Chargers that do you think that if we add in, if we brought back, say, Mike Williams, who you have Keenan Allen, we have yeah. Josh, uh, Joshua Palmer, and then if you throw in a guy like a Traylon Burks, who could be a complete, like, he could be even potentially used as a second back, like a running back, or he could be kind of in that position, like that Cordell Patterson kind of po mm -hmm. position, yeah. or that Debo Samuel position. Right. Could he fit that mold? Like, I don't know. It's just something to think about. Like, could you get a guy that could basically play two positions that might help out somewhere or another? Like we really need that X factor based player. Cause it seems like in the league, they're trying to kind of get that Debo Samuel, that Cordell Patterson, which once again, I think that's a guy that we should go after in free agency, but we'll see. Um, well, I'd love that idea. That, that'd be amazing. Right. I think it'd be a phenomenal choice, but that's just one of those guys that I think that could have lost a little bit of money and possibly push them into that at least the later in the first or even in the second. So, and, and, and I think that's really where Tom Telesco is absolutely stellar, right? Yep. Like, he okay, – so let me ask you this question, right? Offensively and defensively, do you think that Tom Telesco is going to keep all 11 picks or do you think we're going to trade up? We've traded up in the past, 
But do you think this year we're going to trade up and, and give away some, or do you think we're just going to just go with what we got and just pick whatever's available and just pick best available moving forward? Because, look, I'll, I'll, my, my only thought on this in this it, across the board, maybe this is our final thought for the offensive side for the combine. And maybe we should make this be our wrap-up thought, like our final thought for the offensive side. Sure. Um, look, at the end of the day, he's going to pick best available. And I think no matter what, we're going to focus on defense. But offense, you got to wonder, like, hey, if there's a guy on the offensive side, they think he's just absolutely amazing. Hey, maybe, maybe just have another person out there. I mean, I mean, what, what's your general thoughts that um, Tom Telesco is going to, you know, just go with best available? Wide receiver, tight end, what do you think? What do you guys think? Um, for the amount of picks that we have and for the amount of free agents and positions we're going to have open, yeah. I think that he's going to use all 11 of them. Because yeah. it, it's going to be able to give us a lot of chances to be able to get those home run picks, mm -hmm. even in the late round. I do sure. think that this draft is very, very deep in a lot of positions yep. of need. For and sure. I do think that we could really pick up some really quality players in the mid to even potentially late round. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of speed, like I said earlier yeah. in this draft. 31 players that have went over or under 4-4 speed. We need speed somewhere or another. So yeah. I think I think they're going to use all 11. I, I don't I don't see him doing any trade. Um, I think that he's going to go with all 11 because we have a lot of positions of need right now. And not meaning as a need but just mostly depth too yeah um so i think we're going with all of them i think that, yep. I, I think there's no way that we're going to trade out but i don't know what do you think kyle um i actually think for the most part i think we'll trade down so i think we'll give maybe some other team an op an option to move up and take their position um so that we'll be a little bit later down in the first round um because a lot of the players that we've talked about uh that the Chargers really need, whatever, are actually like drafting lower than you know our needs are for them, you know. So, yeah. uh, and so I think that we may be able to you know, bargain down and like maybe get another pick or two next year, um, as well. But then trade from their from our first round pick to their first round pick, and yeah. still get what we want. Um, so, but yeah, I I think over, for overall we're gonna get. We're going to use all of our all 11 of our picks. We're not going to give up away any of them. We're not going to do the Rams thing and just F them picks, you know? No, no, no. Yeah, definitely not, that's definitely not our style. And I think Tom Telesco is going to definitely pick, um, you know, and, you know, work with uh, uh, Brandon Staley and get the best that we can, you know? Yeah, I, I, think, I think there's a lot to be said about that, right? I will say this. I do think that Telesco specifically can find value across the board in the draft. Right. Um, I, again, I think we are just a few players away of just being a championship team. I really believe that, right? And and again, again, that could be just a few people on the defensive side, you know, on the line specifically. Let's upgrade the line on both sides of uh, Linville Joseph, who re resign him. Who knows, right? I think our corners are good. Get one or two more guys. Um, but I think the draft will be really interesting to see what happens. Here, here's the thing. I will say free agency will give us a tell on what they're going to do in the draft. Yeah. Okay, 100%. Right? Yes. If you yeah. sign Mike Williams, then we're probably not going to be looking at Olave potentially. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, again, we all know that, right? That will be really interesting to see what happens. But, uh, but 
but it's going to be exciting. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens in a free agency and also in the in the draft for sure. Yeah, I always yeah. Love, I would love watching the draft. Yeah. Yeah, and the one thing too, and 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 I only kind of dabbled a little bit on this, and and I'm guess I'm just kind of going to jump into one other position of need that I know we need to talk about just because it has kind of was kind of a bit of an issue um, last year. I mean, Austin Eckler was awesome. Oh yeah. The second back we couldn't figure out. And, yep. And I sure. think we're going to draft another back or we're going to find somebody, like I said, with Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Saquon Barkley. That's kind of like the, the, the big, the big question that might, that might happen. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, the thing is, though, there's two backs, and I'm going to point to the Georgia guys because yep. just because, heck, they they won a national championship and they did and a they phenomenal killed. job. Yeah. So, uh, Zamir White and uh, James Cook. So, those were like their one-two punches with them. I mean, Zamir White basically ended up having a 4-4-40, six foot, two fourteen, good size. Uh, actually, Ladanian Tomlinson talked about him on NFL Network that he's mm-hmm. a guy to oh. watch. Yeah. Um, he said he caught the ball well, showed good metrics all throughout. Um, basically, he's going to be a guy that a lot of teams are going to start looking at and be like, whoa, wait a minute. We should have kind of really paid attention to this other guy. I mean, 856 yards on 160 carries, uh, nine catches. So he didn't really show a lot of catching on field, but he was kind of more predominantly just like a runner. Mm-hmm. Um, not a bad thought to kind of go after him. I don't know where he's going to be drafted, but fourth, fifth, maybe. I don't know. We could kind of look in that zone. Um Another guy, James Cook, was the brother of Dalvin Cook um, oh, on yeah. Georgia, too. I mean, he basically ran about the same speed, only about a tenth of a second uh, less than what he did, 5'11". Um, he says he's a solid backup based upon uh, NFL.com draft prospector. He had a lot of catches, too. He had a good average over about six yards a carry. I mean, those are dudes that you start thinking about, and you think, hmm, I mean – there might be a pretty couple of good options there, and I don't know necessarily where they're going to get drafted, but those Georgia guys showed out a lot in this combine. So yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of eyes yeah. looking at them for yeah, sure. They did. So. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And and you're right, running back two is important, right? Because Austin Eckler, he ain't the biggest dude in the whole world, right? He can't he can't he can't carry the whole game, you know. Uh, you, you know, in a weird way though. For running back two, I kind of want a bruiser back. I want some big dude that could just smash mouth somebody in the face yep. and just beat up the defense, right? You start hitting some of those, like, corners on on those little, you know, edge runs or whatever yep. and yep. just beat up the corner, show them, hey, look, you're going you're gonna to get hit in the mouth if you try to stop me, you know? And those are the guys I kind of like a little more, you know, goal line type of uh, running backs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I think you're right. Those those guys would be absolutely excellent, right? Put a yeah. few more pounds on those guys and uh, and uh, make them smash mouth, man. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yep. I'd have no problem with that. So, um, but you know, I mean, those, those are just a couple guys that I've thought about too. That you know, there are positions of needs for us on the offensive side. Um, I mean, and once again, I'm going to look at all these metrics and just say, hey, it could be something good to look at, but I don't think it's going to be like what's going to determine to be able to get somebody, you know, yeah. drafted. Like for instance, I, I, and, and I know we don't care about quarterbacks by any means. We're definitely good in that position, but you can look at Kenny <laughs> yeah. Pickett with eight and a half inch hands and small hands. I mean, that's the smallest hands in the NFL. And yeah. that's a position where you're going to get attacked a lot. What yeah. are the defensive players going to do? Well, we're going to attack those guys yep. and attack yep. his hands as much as he can. And I was thinking, you know, Joe Burrow had nine and a half inch hands. Mm-hmm. He still got to the Super Bowl, right? right. And he got right. sacked seventy times last season yeah, in total, and, and hardly had any fumbles at, at that. Right. So, 
Yep. So it's different. And then with Kenny Pickett, or excuse me, yeah, Kenny Pickett, he fumbled 38 times in college, losing 26 of those. I mean, cold weather makes a difference too. And he did play at Pitt. He never threw over nine inter- interceptions in one season. So are you saying his hands had shrinkage? It, yes, yes, there is some shrinkage. Probably. There uh, is yeah. some shrinkage. <laughs> but I'm just saying, defensive players will see that and think like, "Hey, we got to swipe the ball." You know, yep. I remember it was uh, Michael Robinson. I think his was his name. He was uh, played for the Seahawks years ago, um, and he was on Good Morning Football talking about that. He says, as a special teams player or as a defensive player, if you know and understand this guy's got small hands, they're going to swipe at it, and yeah. That could really determine a little bit of sure. how successful you could be. And now Kenny Pickett, if he's in the NFL, he's going to probably be first round, maybe early second round, depending on some quarterback needy teams, which there seems to be a lot of them. Yeah. That's something he has to work on and, and find a way to protect the ball sure. and sure. be smart about it. So Sure. Yeah. So, but once again, these are all stats. They could be great to look at. Mm-hmm. They could look bad, but at the yeah. same side, you know, it's – it doesn't really matter because if you got the the ability to play and ball out and be smart and mm-hmm. I mean heck Tom Brady got drafted really late in the in the in yep. the draft and guess exactly. what he did he was, became the greatest of all time so yep. and guess what uh, else Ryan Leaf looked great on paper and mm-hmm. uh, look what happened to him so yeah, exactly correct yeah exactly correct you know yeah. the one thing too um he was also just on um what's Rich Eisen yeah. Yeah. Rich Eisen Rich show. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. watch that? Did you watch that video where he talked about a story about the combine? I watched bits and pieces of it, not a whole lot. I didn't watch yeah. all of it. I think. So uh, yeah, it, it's an interesting story because I've I've never heard about it, and um, it's always interesting to talk about Ryan Leaf. And I remember I got his jersey when he got drafted, and thinking, <laughs> man, this guy's gonna be great. And you know where it went, but he talked a lot about that, and he kind of like delayed his his. Um, declaring to go into the NFL draft. And then he started kind of getting wined and dined. And then he had all these events kind of leading up to the combine. So he really didn't even pay attention to like trying to, you know, run faster and, and work on, you know, jumping up and grabbing the, or for the jump thing where he hit the sticks and stuff and like the leaping and all these different things. He didn't really like work out to it. So he came in very unprepared and didn't really show out that well. And so there are some of these guys that might have been that same thing. Now, I'm not saying they're going to turn into a Ryan Leaf, but some of these guys might just have bad metrics. Now, they could go into their pro day and probably show out better, which will come down the line mm-hmm. up till the draft. Yeah. And it might make them look a little bit better. So maybe they just were a little bit shell-shocked. Maybe that they had really not enough time to train to get to this point. Um, so I'm just saying that some of these guys might have bad metrics, but they might end up getting a little bit better on their pro days. And yeah. so, and once again, the metrics kind of don't matter to me. Personally, to me, I want to see game film and see what you do with helmet and pads on. Like, because yeah. I feel like that that's a lot, that says a lot more to me than these guys running around in underwear, basically. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But anything else? Any other last thoughts? Any uh, any more offensive thoughts? No, I, th- I think, I think bottom line, we, we, we I think we I think we're going I think we're gonna go for the combine specifically draft it's gonna be depth for the offensive side I don't think mm-hmm. it's gonna be the first pick for the most part I unless you talk about the right side of the line a Trevor Penning side yeah other than that um, I think we're gonna get some wide receivers out of depth and that's about it at this point I think we're really gonna focus mostly on the defensive side moving forward this draft 
um, and try and make our team a championship team. That's my thoughts. Yep, 100%. If anything, you know, offense is just going to be uh, you know, going to fill some gaps there, but it's, I don't think really it's going to go first-round pick at all. Yeah. No. Yep. You know, I mean, the only first-round pick I would go after is a good right tackle if we were able to get Penny. That's probably yep. my opinion. That's that's would be the need. And then after that point, if he's not there, defense. Go defense from that point and right tackle later yep. on. So, I agree. Cool. But, All right. Good. Well, appreciate it, guys. Give us any likes, share, comment. We want to hear from you guys. And uh, we want to see what your thoughts are on the offensive uh, choices for the draft. So, Bull Bros, we out. Bull Bros! Bull Bros.